everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's June 14th. It is 2022. We have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Genie for 07, Grant Nefer. What's happening, my friend? I, I hate Draymond Green right now. I keep betting his over 0.53 pointers, and he's now missed 11 in a row this series. Like, I keep betting the over 0.5. I'm like, he's got to hit this by accident at some point. And in the first half, just missed another one. I, I, I'm just, I'm just dying on the inside and my wallet's dying on the inside. You're, um, you're pot committed, right? At this point, I'm pot committed, but also it's just, if you told me he's going to take two to four, three pointers a game and you're getting plus 180 odds on his over 0.5, like I'm betting it every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just absolutely. He's a 30% three point shooter. They're leaving him wide open because they know he's not going to make it and Still, he's just not making it. So they're absolutely right. Gosh, hate it so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there was like a there was a NASCAR head to head this week that I was like, there was a very like slim chance of it actually hitting, but it was like plus one ninety in a head to head. I'm like, I'm getting plus one ninety in a head to head at a road course, like, and it ended up hitting. So and you didn't tell me about it. I didn't even write it up. I was just like, why? Why is it plus 190? Like head to heads, when uh, it's just, it never, I don't ever feel like head to heads in NASCAR should be anything more than like plus 140 because it's one driver versus the other and there's so much variance in racing. So, yeah, you sent me over a few. You, what was it during the All Star break? I made, made a few G's on NASCAR. Thanks, my buddy Stevie. You retired. I mean, you you went out on top. You're like, I, I crushed my NASCAR bets, and I'm done. I have 150% ROI on NASCAR. There you go. Um, I wish I had 150% ROI on NASCAR betting this year. I do not. Anyway, we have some baseball to talk about here today. 15 games, St. Louis, Pittsburgh. They are playing a doubleheader. They're playing a game. I think it's like 105. And then the 745 game. So there we should get a lineup for the 745 game. I know DraftKings included it. FanDuel doesn't usually include the double headers. I'm gonna they didn't have their slate up a few minutes ago when I looked. It's up now. So let's check and see. They did not include it. So it's a 14 game slate on FanDuel, DraftKings 15. So let's jump in. We got a lot to talk about. We're gonna breeze through some of these games because they're just not great. We get started here with Atlanta at Washington, Freed, Gray, nine total, Braves, a 175 favorite. Uh, Max Freed, any interest in him in this spot going up against Washington? At 10.1K going up against a low strikeout Washington team, he's fine. Like, I'm not going to argue with using him, but he's not even cracking like a top three or four on the slate. And Vlad just hit a home run. Neato. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I could pay this price tag for him on this slate with this matchup. I mean, this year versus lefties, Washington isn't striking out at all. They're not a terribly high strikeout team. While he may end up getting through a clean, they still have a four-implied total. It's good at ballpark, decent hitting weather. So I, I just – I don't like that price tag. He may, again, may end up with four strikeouts and seven clean innings, but I, I still have other pitchers I'd rather pay down for um, or – one guy I'd rather pay up for. Yeah, 
I I think Freed is interesting if he doesn't get any ownership today. But I, I mean, I think he's okay. The strikeouts, like you said, are I think the biggest concern. They just don't have a ton of strikeouts in this lineup. Would it shock you though? Here's my question: Would it shock you if Max Freed threw like a complete game shutout in this spot? Um, with three strikeouts. It would shock me a little bit, but not completely. I mean, like I said, he's a very good pitcher. He's one of the better real-life pitchers in the entire league. He hasn't gone less than six innings and in, what, seven starts? Eight starts, nine starts. He, he, he always gets late enough into the game. Again, this isn't a huge strikeout match. The ball's going to be good in play. He can run on the right side of hand, uh, home run to fly ball variants because he doesn't give up many fly balls. Like, he can get out of here clean. So, yeah, I guess I don't hate it. I mean, I'm just – I'm more on Garrett Cole after his rough outing going up against Minnesota. And Buxton just hit a home run. He sure did. That Vlad, like, secured my single-game parlay that I wrote up on Scores and Nuts today. It was over two total bases for Vlad and Springer in Toronto minus one and a half. And Toronto is winning by ten now. So, I think I think I'm okay. Um, Goldschmidt just hit a home run too. All the first basemen just hit a home run. All right. Um, Josiah Gray on the other side. I talked about him yesterday. So if you listen to the podcast yesterday, I think he has decent strikeout upside in this spot, but I also feel like there's a good chance that he struggles. Um, do you have any interest in Josiah Gray? I don't think so. I think he gets crushed here. Um, Atlanta has been pretty hot recently. It's going to be decent hitting weather. It's a tough park. And I mean, the main thing with him, I, yes, he can get out of here clean. Like, he does give up some walks, which is a concern. Main concern, though, is hard contact with fly balls. And they got, what, seven guys, eight guys in the lineup on any given day that can hit the ball at the ballpark easily. I know they hit a few bombs today. Um, yeah. I, I just – I can't do it. Yes, there is some upside, but realistically, at his price tag at 8.9K, you're not getting that much upside. The downside is legitimately nagel, negative points. Um, so yeah, I'm not touching gray here at all. I will be looking at his strikeout prop. I mentioned this yesterday too. Um, cause it came out, it was like four and a half and five and a half in a couple different places. So, um, I'll be looking at that cause I do think there's some strikeouts in this lineup. He's a good strikeout pitcher, especially against righties. So I'll be looking at if it's at four and a half on prize picks again today, I'll definitely take the over. Uh, Atlanta bats. I mean, they're one of the top offensive stacks on the slate. They were going to be chalky um, yesterday against Josiah Gray. The rain pushed the start back and Josiah Gray ended up not pitching. Uh, they ended up being popular. Yeah. I, I like Atlanta a lot in this spot. Yeah. No, I had a whole bunch of home run props one, which hit with Ozuna. I'm going right back to the well talking about bets. I'm probably looking at Acuna, Swanson, Riley, Olsen, Ozuna, even Duval, all to hit home runs. I don't know which ones I'll pick, but early on, I'll see what the odds are, and I'm probably hitting one or two for sure. I'm hitting the Acuna one if it's at plus 280 or better. Uh, any interest in the Washington bats in this one? No, Free just does not give up a ton of fantasy points. Good ground ball pitcher, good pitcher overall. Well, he's not going to get a ton of strikeouts, I don't think, in this spot. He's still not going to give up a ton of fantasy points here. So, 
I mean, the only guy I would think about is Soto, but realistically going lefty-lefty against a very, very good lefty, I'm, I'm not doing that. All right, moving on. We got Miami at Philadelphia. Rodgers going up against Eflin. This game is currently at eight and a half, and Philadelphia is a 150 favorite. Any interest in Trevor Rodgers here? No, he's been bad this year. He's cheap. But this is a bad ballpark going up against some good hitters. I just can't do it. He, until he finally turns things around, I just can't do it. The, the walks haven't been great recently. He's been giving up a ton of home runs. I just, I'm at no. Yeah, this is going to be a tough lineup to face. Castellanos would be back in the lineup. They got Rumuto, they got Hoskins. Even Harper is good against lefties. So Rodgers has just been awful against right-handed hitters this season. Big slate. I don't see the ceiling for Rodgers here. I'm out even at his price. And then Zach Eflin on the other side of this game, he's been fantastic against righties. He struggled a little bit against lefties. I mean, he should see six or seven righties in this lineup. If Eflin... Uh, he's kind of one of those mid-range pitchers. I think that is okay, but I'm not like seeking out to have to play here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. 7.7 K he's right in that range where he's probably the first or second best pitcher. And that spot is going up against Miami. There's a decent amount of strikeouts in here. I'll wait and see what the lineup is. Cause you're right. He's been great versus righties been average to below average going up against lefties. Doesn't strike him out of time. Gives a lot of fly balls. So I don't hate him in this spot. There's a few other pitchers that are slightly more that I'd rather go with. Um, but he's definitely a guy that's in play on this slate. Any interest in the Miami Bats here? Jazz, Jesus Sanchez. Probably it. I'm only targeting lefties. Like I said, he gets a lot of fly balls, so I'm targeting guys that can hit the ball hard, and Jazz is the main guy that – Main lefty I can think of, but Jesus Sanchez as a 3.5K cheap bat is not bad. And then on the Philadelphia side, I kind of like Philly here. Um, Hoskins, Real Muto, Castellanos is 4,100. Hoskins is 4,200. Um, Real is almost 5K, so he's kind of tough. Um, you know, you kind of hope that a guy like Alec Bohm is in the lineup and then you just you pick Schwarber or Harper and you hope you get the right lefty. Yeah, no, I love Castellanos. And I love Hoskins on the slam and two guys with a ton of pop going up against a pitcher that's been mediocre at best at striking out righties. And has given up a ton of fly balls, ton of hard contact. He's just struggled so much and he'd probably be worse doing worse than he is if he didn't play a lot of his games over in Miami. So he's in a bad ballpark for pitchers, good weather. Castellanos and Hoskins are, Great plays, and anyone else you want to throw in is fine, even if you want to throw in some of the lefties. Harper and Schwarber, it's not an awful play, but Castellanos and Hoskins are two of the best plays on the entire slate. Tampa Bay at New York, eight total. Yankees, a 225 favorite. Kluber and Cole facing off in this one. It's crazy. You think like three, four years ago, there's no way Kluber is a – minus one or plus 180 dog to Garrett Cole. Um, Kluber 7,900 going up against the Yankees. Yankees are, I mean, they're almost full strength. Donaldson is 
out. Um, he'll be suspended for this game. And then Torres it was under the weather on Sunday. We'll see if he's back in there. He should be. They got that Monday off. Um, any interest here in Kluber? I mean, no. Going up against the Yankees, like they've been hit crushing the ball recently. I just don't think I can do it, even at 7,900. He's been solid so far this season, but where he's really struggled is giving up power to righties. And there are a lot of righties in this lineup, even without Donaldson. They can hit the ball, the ballpark. So I'm probably staying away. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay away from Kluber in this spot. Um, Garrett Cole coming off of a it is I, let's just say is his worst outing of the season. He went two and one thirds. He gave up seven earned runs. He gave up five home runs in one game uh, to Minnesota. The weather edge was on it. Um, you know, Kevin Roth de- developed a MLB weather edge and it was very heavy on the weather there and said that it was excellent hitting conditions and Garrett Cole did not pitch well. Uh, good bounce back spot going up against Tampa. I mean, they're still dealing with some injuries here. I don't think um, Franco is going to be back. I know they said that like he's getting closer, but he's not even that close. And Brandon Lau is still, you know, probably a week or two away. Zanino's on the aisle now as well. I, I think Cole has a great bounce back game here. Yeah, no, right there with you. He's my favorite Rob Wentz play on the entire slate. I don't think we're going to be alone in that going up against Tampa Bay. Watered down lineup without Franco in there. He is just going to absolutely <laughs> crush them. Sorry, I had to sneeze there. Um, obviously, long leash, great strike, strikeout stuff going up against the high strikeout lineup. Cole is just, he's got 40 point upside in this spot. Uh, I don't really have any interest in the Tampa bats. Uh, I mean, with Franco, Franco and Lau out, it, it just it really just kind of kills the stack overall. Yeah, no interest going up against Cole. Just cross them off. Uh, any interest in the Yankees bats here? Judge and Stanton are the two main guys that stand out. Um, like I said, Kluber has given up a decent amount of home runs to righty so far this season. While it hasn't really been bad to either side of the plate, that's where he's real weak against. Um, so then if you want to throw Carpenter with how he's hitting recently, which is just ridiculous um, and Rizzo into the lineup, that's fine. You need cheap bats, Gallo, LeMahieu is not cheap. Uh, Hicks, Trevino, all fine, but it's Stanton and Judge are the main two bats here. I don't mind the Yankees stack in this spot and just, they're just so expensive. I just think that's kind of how I would approach them in this spot. But, yeah, I mean, you can always play those two guys. Baltimore at Toronto, nine and a half total here. The Blue Jays, a 225 favorite. Lyles against Kikuchi. Any interest here in Jordan Lyles? Guy that gives up a lot of home runs going up against a team that hits a lot of home runs. No, no, no interest. Yeah, you know, we talked about it with Bradish yesterday, just how much he struggles against righties. This is a guy that gives up massive amount of massive amounts of hard contact to both sides of the plate, less than 20% strikeouts to both sides of the plate. He does a great job of not walking righties, but you got to be able to attack this Toronto team. He's just not going to be able to do it. Um, we're going to 
We're going to love the Toronto Bats again today. Well, I am. I'm guessing you will too. Kikuchi on the other side of this game. 8K. I, I mean, this is another one of those pitchers that I think that mid-tier maybe end up on him the pitch count has kind of been all over the place you know he hasn't faced this baltimore team this year there's some strikeouts in this lineup i think Akuchi's okay i just don't think i end up on him a lot if any today yeah if you told me he was going to pitch 100 pitches i'd be on him a I lot i can't tell you that though yeah yeah if you told me that he was six and a half k or seven k I'd be on him a lot. The problem is, yeah, his pitch count and his price tag are a little bit rough. He's going up against a very good strikeout matchup in Baltimore. <sighs> He's in play. I don't love him. I don't hate him. It's just the price tag and the pitch count that is going to be a problem. I can see him coming in here, getting seven strikeouts, getting you a little bit north of 20 points. The win is a likely scenario for him, considering he's going up against Lyles. So I'm fine with him. I don't love him. There's other guys I'd rather end up going with that slightly more or slightly less. So I'll end up with a share or two, but it's really that pitch count and price tag that are kind of ruining my, my desire to play him. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like Mancini, he's even really struggled uh, against lefties this year. Um, you know, there's not really been like a, a guy in this lineup that's crushed lefties. So Pitch count is the biggest concern. Large field tournaments, though, I definitely don't have an issue rolling the dice and, and taking a shot here. Um, Baltimore bats, like I said, there's just not really been like a standout bat against left-handed pitching this season for this team. You know, Kikuchi is a guy that gives up a ton of hard contact, so I think Mancini would be the guy that I'd end up the most on here, but yeah, it's tough. Yeah, Mancini, Hayes, I think it's fine. I mean, obviously they haven't hit lefties that well this season, but there's no reason for that to continue. These are good bats. I mean, Rushman, if he's in the lineup there, don't mind him. Uh, Trinos is fine. Like, I'm going with mostly the power bats. Kikuchi's given up a lot of hard contact. If you really want to, you can play Mullins. Um, but this is not really a stack that I'm looking at, and individual bats aren't really great in the spot. Yeah, Adley Rushman, I like that call a lot. It's eventually going to happen. This dude, there's too much talent here for it not to happen. Um, had a good game over the weekend against Kansas City. So really like that call. Um, a lot of hard contact in his, in his very small sample size so far against lefties. Uh, Toronto, I mean, I'm, this is a team that I'm going right back to the well. I stacked them yesterday. Going to stack them again in this spot. I love them in this spot. Yeah, I mean, Lyles is a guy that has always given up home runs and this is no different. He's not really great versus either side of the plate. So it doesn't matter righties or lefties, mostly righties here. I know that he's been slightly better going up against them this season, but uh, Springer, Bichette, Vlad, Kirk, Hernandez, Guriel, anyone in the lineup, just play them. Anyone who can hit a bomb in this lineup, you play them. It's that simple. They have, have almost a six implied total year. Bad bullpen arms coming in afterwards, most likely. So, yeah, Toronto outside of maybe Coors, best stack on the slate. Yeah, Baltimore, I mean, their bullpen's actually not terrible. Um, but, I mean, they're they're like right at top 10. But I still think this is a great spot for Toronto. You might not get that good part of the bullpen. Yeah, you... I'm, I'm expecting Lyles yeah. to go up several runs. So, Oakland at Boston. There wasn't a line out for this game earlier. It is out now. It's nine and a half. 
Boston is a 235 favorite. Um, Koenig against Pavetta. Any interest here in Jared Koenig against uh, Boston? No, he's going to get crushed. He's not a very good pitcher. He's probably not major league ready right now. He struggled a lot. But it's in Boston. He's going to get crushed. Pavetta, 8,900. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, he put up 31 against Oakland in Oakland. Obviously, this game's in Fenway, but Oakland's one of the worst offenses in baseball. I have no interest, no issues playing Pavetta 8,900 against Oakland. Yeah, there's one guy that's slightly cheaper that I like that we'll get to probably in the next game. Um, but Pavetta's right there with him. If Cease is going to be heavily owned, then the easy swap is over to Pavetta. He's going up against Oakland. Oakland's not a good team. Pavetta's been pretty solid. I don't love the ballpark, which is why Cease gets a little bit of a bump over Pavetta here. But Pavetta can absolutely mow down this lineup. He just did it not too long ago over in Oakland. He's been putting up strikeouts recently. He can crush this team and put up a 30 point outing and he's put up multiple 30 point outings recently. I mean, there's an argument to be made to just play Cease and Pavetta and get all the bats you want. Um, we'll talk about that as well. I have no interest in the Oakland bats. Um, nothing really standing out to me here for Oakland. Yeah. Just full on cross off. Um, which is pretty much the same as every single time they're on the slate on the Boston side. I mean, I like the Red Sox stack. They're just they're really expensive here. Uh, you're kind of hoping that like Dahlback draws a good lineup spot and you can play him against the lefty. Um, if um, Rob Reef Snyder is in there as well, he's 2200. Um, he drew a start in center field over the weekend. Um, so with Kiki Hernandez out, we could get like a $2,200 guy here. And I mean, you either hope he bats like six or ninth so you can wrap around the stack. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's pretty solid at 2,200. He could end up batting leadoff, to be honest. Um, and then all the big bats, Xander, Martinez, Story, Dahlbeck, if he's in there, I absolutely love him going up against a bad lefty. Um, but yeah, this is just a good stack and a good ballpark. They're just expensive, but you can, you can make it work on the slate. So. Red Sox, there's a lot of high totals on the slate. Red Sox have one of them, and they're absolutely worth it. I mean, it just goes to say, like, you likely see a 5-3 stack win on DraftKings today. Pretty likely, yeah. Yep. All right, we got the Brewers at the Mets, eight total. Mets a 150 favorite here. Hauser and Bassett going at it in this one. Any interest here in Adrian Hauser? It's a Mets, not really high strikeout team. Hauser isn't the greatest strikeout pitcher in the world. I don't really see a big upside here. Weather's decent over in City Field, although it's not a great ballpark. I just don't see enough upside from Hauser here. I'm, I'm not playing him. Bassett, 8,200 going up against the Brew Crew. I probably don't play him either. Like, this is just one of those games where I don't really like anything. This is just, I mean, you can make an argument for playing Bassett in this game, but I think this game is like a three to one, three to two type game, really low scoring and just not a ton of strikeouts on either side. Yeah, I think you could do worse than Bassett. He's in the 8K range. I think that he's a solid enough target in the spot, but not any guy that's going to win the slate for you. So I'm fine with him. Don't love him. Don't hate him. But if you can't get up to a guy like Cease or a guy like Pavetta, then you Falling on uh, Bassett is not a bad idea. 
Christian but Walker, I'm... goat baby. Let's go. Sorry, you just hit a bomb. He did. He did. Um, which is really good because like the only team that didn't have Thompson for me tonight was Arizona stack with St. Louis stack and the St. Louis guys going off there at the end of the game kind of helps. So we'll see how it turns out. Mike Miner was pitching really well too. Yeah. It was scaring me. It was scaring me, Grant. Um, any interest in the Brewers bats here? Not really bats. It's a solid enough pitcher. It's not a great ballpark. I mean, McCutcheon's sitting there at 2,900. Tellus is sitting there at 3,400. Urias is sitting there at 33. Like, you can make a cheap stack out of this. I don't see a ton of upside, but I could see it as a secondary stack, stacking it with a high total team um, just to save some money so you can still get decent pitchers. But, like, just as raw points, they don't stand out as great. They're just super cheap. Um, Any interest in the Mets here against Hauser? Not really. They're all priced up again, playing over in City Field, not really a great ballpark. I mean, you know, if he's leading off at 3,700, I don't hate. Escobar at 3,100, I don't hate. But realistically, Hauser's a good enough pitcher and there's a bad enough ballpark where I don't see value at these price tags. Yeah, and you really kind of want a three-man stack the Mets and you really don't want a three-man stack them um, in this ballpark on a on a 15-game slate. So, yeah. All right, we got the White Sox at Detroit. No total in this game. Uh, Dylan sees, and what sounds like it will be Tyler Alexander um, coming in and pitching here off the IL, has not pitched in the majors since April 29th, so it's been a little bit of a hiatus for him. Um, any interest here in, in Dylan sees at 8,800 going up against the worst offense in baseball? Yeah, no, uh, he's the probably top play on the slate um you may not for dollar yeah 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 but i mean he's detroit's bad detroit's very bad biggest thing with cease does not give up or gives up a ton of walks strikes out a ton of guys detroit doesn't walk a ton gets a decent amount of strikeouts bad overall lineup run suppression should be there strikeouts will be there i think that he is going to be the chalkiest pitcher, and I think he's absolutely worth it. Yeah, I mean, Detroit, they're I mean, they're not out of it playoff-wise yet, but they probably will be. Um, do you think they're – I mean, because their bullpen is so good. Detroit bullpen is so good. Do you think that, like, they they move a lot of guys here and just kind of wholesale? Because, I mean, this team's just not great. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Although, what outside bullpen guys – they probably don't want to get rid of Scooball. So, well, yeah, I, I think he's someone you keep, but I mean, Baez maybe, Meadows maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm selling if I'm Detroit because, yeah, Miggy's last year. You think Miggy retires at the end of this year? I don't know. I mean, How the dude's almost Mickey? hitting 300 again. It's crazy. Anyway, um, Tyler Alexander, 5500. 10 game slate or 15 game slate and we ha- we don't expect him to pitch deep here coming off the IL like this will this sounds bullpen game to the max here for Detroit. I looked at Mickey's contract. He's not he's not retiring after this year. He's getting 32 million to play next year. Uh, so Mickey's farewell will be next year. Like I mean he's still almost hitting 300 like for 
he's he just doesn't hit for power anymore. He has tw- yeah, yeah, two eighty six batting average. Um, we're not playing Alexander, right? Nope, he's gonna get crushed. I like the Chicago bats. I mean, Alexander, not a very good pitcher. Probably shouldn't even be in the majors, but he plays for uh, plays for Detroit, so it's not surprising that he is. And going back all the way to the beginning of last season, has been all right versus lefties, not good versus righties. Strikes him out a below average clip, gives up tons of fly balls and tons of hard contact. I'm targeting the power righties in this spot here. So Pollock, Robert, Abreu, Berger, Moncada, you can throw in there if you want to. But at AZ, he's going to struggle in this spot. Yeah. I, I like the White Sox. We'll have to see if Berger's in the lineup. He got hit by a pitch on Monday and left the game. Um, he has I been feel like that happened last week too. He's been crushing the ball too. Like he has been yeah. on fire. Um, would love to see him in the lineup. But AJ Pollock at three point eight k, another guy. Um, Mendick at three point four k. He's been someone that's been hitting the ball really well um, as Best well. Best name so. in baseball. <laughs> so yeah, I like the White Sox here a lot. Um, Detroit, I got no interest in Detroit. Nope, move on. Pittsburgh at St. Louis. Again, this game's not on the FanDuel slate. It is the second part of a doubleheader. It's a nine total, and the Cardinals are a 230 favorite. It sounds like it's going to be Bryce Wilson pitching for Pittsburgh, Miles Mikolas pitching for St. Louis. Um, we're not playing Bryce Wilson, right? Nope. Are we playing Miles Mikolas at 8,400 going up against Pittsburgh? I mean, he's not my favorite. Again, I'll try and get up to Cease. I'll try and get up to Pavetta. I'd rather play Bassett, I think. I mean, he's not an awful pitcher. It's a very good matchup going up against Pittsburgh, one of the best strikeout matchups in the league. He's coming off a nine-strikeout game. He's been solid recently, but I just don't like that price tag when you consider that Cease and Pavetta are right above him and are just drastically better options. This is a slate where I'm likely eating the high ownership on pitchers in just hoping for the best because you, you can't get much better spots than Cease and Pavetta. So I, I just – I can't see Mikolas be putting up a big enough game to just crush those guys. I think he is very playable here as a pivot off of some of those guys in this range. Um, but it would be more on, like, lineups where I'm building, like, two 8k pitcher type lineups like maybe i'm looking at going cease and mikolas instead of um playing one of these other guys in this range because we're going to talk about Manaya. we talked about pavetta so i think i think he's super playable um it could potentially be really hot in st louis again you know kevin roth talked about that on supposed to be 96 yeah so good hitting conditions um pittsburgh bats anything here no i mean maybe reynolds just because of the heat i mean glass is a good pitcher he struggled a little bit more going up against lefties than going up against righties so reynolds is fine but i'm staying away from everyone else all right st louis i mean i'm definitely looking at the st louis stack here o'neill's sitting at 3200 I know he hasn't been great, but like today, I, I 
I played him today and I mean, he got a stolen base. So, I mean, he's running, he's trying to do, I mean, he's trying to do stuff and he's just way, way too cheap here. Carlson 3,300, like this whole team outside of like Edmund Arenado and Goldschmidt, honestly, Grant, I think I pick two of those expensive three bats and then I take three of the cheaper bats and then I can get the pitchers I want and a good three man stack with them. Oh yeah. I mean, the easy five man stack is Carlson O'Neill. Arnado, Goldschmidt, and Gorman. They're all good bats. Bryce Wilson is not a very good pitcher. The weather is fantastic. Like point per dollar, this might be the best stack on the slate. It may not be the highest scoring stack, but there's going to be home runs. Three of these bats are well underpriced in Gorman, O'Neill, and Carlson. And I'm not going to be surprised if any of them take Wilson deep. I mean, he's not great. He's definitely bad versus lefties but still not great versus righty. So I have no problem paying for Goldschmidt and Arenado. And he'll just underpriced, but Gorman Carlson have some pop with the platoon split. San Diego at Chicago taking on the Cubs. No total for this game. It's Wrigley. It's night before, and it's projected to have 13 to 5, 15 mile an hour winds blowing out to center field and 90 degrees and 90 degrees. Um, Sean Manaya, Kyle Hendricks, I mean, if this weather does, if the wind doesn't change, I'm not playing Mania or Hendricks here. Yeah, based on the weather, I like if the weather is like this, then this is basically a second Coors game. Um, like this is great hitting weather. Mania might be a good pitcher, but I'm not playing him in this weather. And Hendricks is not a good pitcher, and I'm not playing him regardless of the weather. If the wind changes and and Roth gives us an okay for the pitchers. I don't mind Manaya 8,500. He's going to pitch deep into the game. The bottom half of this lineup doesn't walk and they strike out a lot. So I think if the weather changes, you could potentially play Manaya. And, you know, he's always a good bet to get 95 plus pitches. So, uh, but if the weather's this way, let's talk bats here. Um, we'll obviously start with San Diego side. Kyle Hendricks has been trash against lefties this year. Um, Profar, Hosmer, Cronenworth. Then I'm looking at Machado, maybe even Gresham. Like if the wind's blowing out here, San Diego is way, way, way too cheap here. Yeah, especially Boyd. I know that Hendricks has been better going up against righties and lefties, but Boyd at 3,400. Hosmer's 26, dude. Yeah, no, that's silly. That's silly. I know he has Gresham's 26. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, just play all these bats. Like, if Alvaro's in there, play him. Like I play everyone. But even bro, if our boy Nomar Mazzara cracks the lineup, like he is two K. He's minimum salary in this spot. Yeah, yeah. Play San Diego is definitely like if the wind is this way, they're they're a stack either three or five man that I'm looking at on this slate for sure. Um, I like the Cubs a lot too. Manaya is a great pitcher, but. The Cubs have some pop against left-handed pitching, and if the wind's going to be blowing out, um, I don't know if I full stack the Cubs, but, I mean, Contreras, Schwindel, Wisdom, Morell all have pop against left-handed pitching. Yeah, it'd be those four and half if you want to throw them in there, too. They all have some pop. They can all put the ball in the air. Like, is a solid enough pitcher, but he still gives up above-average fly balls, above-average hard contact. I prefer the righties. I, Wisdom is my favorite of the bunch, but Contreras isn't far behind that. But Schwindel sitting under 3K. Morel's solid. Hap sitting under 4K. So all these bats with some pop. 
they can easily take him yard with these hit with his hitting with it. All right, Houston at Texas. Your Kaidi against Dunning in this one. Nine total, and the Astros a one thirty favorite here. Any interest in Jose your Kaidi? No, no high total here. I wonder if the dome's going to be open in this one. It's so hot, I doubt it. I mean, the total kind of makes me feel like it's going to be, but because Dunning's not a bad pitcher. I don't know. Oh, gosh, Boston caught up. Um, yeah, I'm probably not playing your guy. Even at 6,400, just hasn't struck out many guys this year. Hasn't been great overall. I'm, I'm probably fading him. Ooh, Swanson had a home run. Yeah, he did. That's a good home run. Yeah, I like that home run. I talked about him on Grinders Live to make your Braves stack different. Too bad. A lot of the other Braves aren't hitting home runs, too. Yeah, well, I mean... Ozuna had one, and Dearno had one. Yeah, Still but I didn't on. play those guys, so they don't count. Yeah, no, I, I bet. <laughs> I bet on Duvall. Uh, no, I played Darno. I didn't have Duvall. Um, Duvall and Ozuna, I think, went back to back, and I didn't play either one of those guys. So there you go. Um, as far as your Kaidi goes, for me, I'll say this, and I said this about Javier yesterday, and I'm going to say this about your Kaidi today. That lineup that Texas rolled out against Javier was trash. Um, I don't like your Kaidi, but I mean, he did strike out 10 against Texas earlier this season. Um, if the lineup is really bad and you need a cheap pitcher, I don't think he's the worst option. Um, I would like Dane Dunning if he wasn't facing Houston. Um, I mean, he's a solid pitcher. It's just Houston's a tough lineup to beat. Yeah, I mean, Dunning's better than average pitcher. He's been good this year. Solid ground ball stuff, solid strikeout stuff, but he's just going up against such a tough team in terms of strikeouts. I don't think I can do it. I like him. I like his skill set. He's a good pitcher, but Houston's just so tough. And, I mean, Dunning's not likely to go 100-plus pitches. Um, He has been getting up into the 90s recently, but I just – honestly, at 7K, there's worse things you can do, but I – like, I'm going to have a pretty narrow pitcher pool this today if the weather really holds up because you can just get cheap bats so easily. Any interest in the Houston bats here? I have a lot of respect for Arcadi, so I'm – or not Arcadi, Dunning. Um, so I'm not against Alvarez, not against Bregman, Tucker, Brantley, Altuve, but I just don't love them here unless they open up the dome for some reason. Yeah, and we both agree that it's highly unlikely that they open up the dome here. So, um, I uh, the pricing on these guys is just tough on the Texas side. I mean, Seager is always in play, but overall, it's just if I'm playing Texas, it's probably like a Seager, Simeon, Garcia three man, and it's that's kind of a pricey three man, but that's where I would approach Texas. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Urkaidi's given up a ton of hard contact, ton of fly balls for righties and really doesn't strike many guys out. So, guys with some pop, Garcia, Simeon, Seager, and that's kind of, that's kind of it. All right, we got course. We got Cleveland at Colorado. Bieber going up against Sensatella in this one. Ten and a half total most places. Some places have this at 11. Um, the Guardians, a 155 favorite. Any interest here in Shane Bieber going into course? 
No. Just probably not. I mean, it's supposed to be hot. Like, for a colder day, maybe you could take a potential GPP flyer on him. I mean, he's been good. He's one of the best pitchers in the majors, but I don't want to pay close to 10K for a guy in Coors. This is where I wish, like, DraftKings would just be, like, they would tempt us with, like, Bieber at 7,700. Yeah. No, 8K would be an interesting spot. 10K is just tough. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge difference. 2K is a lot. It's two extra big bats. Mm-hmm. Uh, no interest in Sensatella for me. Yeah, he's just yeah. – he's not very good. Um, Lane Thomas home run. Sensatella hasn't really given up any home runs this year. Um, Guardians, though – I mean, you really got to pay for Jose Ramirez, but the rest of the stack is kind of affordable here for being in course. Yeah, no, and over a six total here, just all of them. I'll play all of them. Sensatel's not a great pitcher. Doesn't give up too much damage generally, but it doesn't matter in a hot day over in course. So Ramirez, Nailers, Gonzalez, Jimenez, Quan, Straw, I'll, I'll play anyone. Rosario, I'll play anyone. And I'll stack up. Cleveland, a decent amount. Colorado, I don't know if I stack the Rockies here. I mean, if they're going to be low-owned, I could see stacking them because they are cheap and they are in cores and it is going to be hot in cores. But, I mean, Bieber's a good pitcher. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'll, it's stack or fade. I mean, I like, Rod, I like the price tags of most of these guys. They're priced accordingly going up against uh, going up against Bieber in cores. Like, Blackman, Crone, Rogers, McMahon are all fairly cheap. I don't hate the stack, um, but it's probably a stacker fade for me. Cincinnati at Arizona. We got Molly going up against Zach Davies. Nine total in this game. The Diamondbacks a 125 favorite. Any interest here in Tyler Molly? A little bit. He's been solid going up against lefties. The real problem has been his walks. Um, he's been getting a little wild, but overall, I don't hate it. 7.5K is a little bit cheaper than other guys. There's some strikeouts in this lineup. I'm fine with it. Again, I'm having a pretty tight pitcher pool, but if I was going to expand it, Molly would probably be the next guy that I end up throwing in, coming off a good game versus Arizona where he put up 27 points, gets up over 100 pitches consistently, so he's fine. Like, again, prefer Cease, prefer paying up a little bit. But if I can't pay up, he's probably probably the best pitcher under 8K on the slate. I think he's okay. Um, I think Arizona's underrated. The roof will be closed in this game. Um, they did say yesterday that it'd be closed through Wednesday at least. Zach Davies, 6,900 here. Grant, am I crazy? I actually kind of like Zach Davies in this spot. Yes, you are. Like, I, I talked about this on Grinders Live yesterday. Um, that Cincinnati lineup came out, and I was like, oh, man, Merrill Kelly is, is super playable here. The Cincinnati lineup came out, and they had seven righties. Zach Davies, as bad as he is, has a 25% K rate against righties, and he limits the damage against lefties. Like, I don't think he's the craziest play at 6,900 here. He's been getting 100 pitches. He throws deep into the game. He's cheap. Like, you're allowed to call me crazy, and that's fine. I mean, he just you put may up have 17. Me into it, I hate you so much <laughs> for it. I mean, he just put up 17 fantasy points in Cincinnati and struck out seven. Like, there's just so many right-handed bats in this lineup. Like, right, let's pull it up really quick. 
Kelly through four innings has five strikeouts. He's given up one run um, against Cincinnati today. Like this is basically the same spot. Davis and Kelly's numbers against righties are really close. Like I, I think it's okay. I really think it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I just I can't play Zach Davies ever. Every time I've tried streaming him, it's just gone terribly. He's fine. <laughs> I, I can't I can't condone it, but he's fine. Yeah, I mean I I kind of like him here. Just looking at the options today, um, in this range, just in general. I think I, I think he's in play. I don't. Yeah, I don't think like I, I want to live in that like 8K range if I'm not playing Cole or Freed. But I think he's okay. And there's another pitcher like Logan Gilbert. We'll talk about him when we get there. I mean, he's kind of in play, but the 8K range is so strong that I don't know if you'll need Davies today, but I, I, I think he's super playable. Um, if I'm playing Cincinnati bats against him, it's Votto, um, it's Mustakas at 2,600, and then I'd probably throw in a third or do a 5-2-1 or something with another one off from another team. But, yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah, kind of on the same page. I think they're both a little bit cheap. Davies is not, not great. Um, definitely struggles more versus lefties, so it would be those two lefties, and that's kind of it. All right. Um, Arizona bats. Like you said, Molly is he's been somewhat reverse splits this season. I think I think on a slate like this, I probably don't go too crazy on Arizona. Christian Walker is always, I think, someone that's playable. Rojas, Marte, Varsho. Um, I could definitely see like a three-man stack here. Yeah, I like the price tag on Peralta. I like the price tag on Walker, Varsho, Rojas, Marte, all fine. So yeah, I'd probably go with Walker, Peralta, and then throw in one extra bat, and those at the top of the lineup, whoever fits. All right, Kansas City at San Francisco, Bubich against Webb. Eight and a half total. Giants a 250 favorite here, big, big favorite. Um, Any interest in Chris Bubich? No, he's not good. He's been very bad this season. San Francisco is a good hitting team. No, just no. Yeah, I mean, they're a little bit worse against left-handed pitching, but, I mean, they could platoon a ton, and this guy really hasn't been great against lefties. So even if they don't fully platoon, uh, it's a tough spot. Logan Webb, I mean, I think Logan Webb's safe. I don't know if he necessarily has the ceiling at 9,100 to win you this slate. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, he he has the opportunity to put up 30-plus. He just doesn't do it very often. Yeah, I mean, it's a solid ballpark, solid hitting weather, some of the best hitting weather on the entire slate. He's been good enough this season, can go lay enough into games. Magic versus the Royals is solid enough, but, I mean, just nothing great. And sitting at 9,100 is probably a little bit too high of a price tag considering you're not really going to get much more than 20 out of him pretty much any given slate. I don't really have any interest in the Kansas City bats, though. I mean... No, Bobby Witt. Yeah. The Giants, I mean, the Giants are going to platoon a ton of guys here. You know, Flores is someone, Darren Ruff is another guy. Like, with Belt being out, Ruff is great. Um, Casali at catcher. 
is 2.9K. I could see a three-man stack here for San Francisco. You just, I mean, the problem with like the platoon guys, as soon as a righty comes in, San Francisco yanks these guys. I think the best thing with Darren Ruff is Brandon Belt's on the IL. So, I mean, he probably gets a whole game here. And and Flores probably gets a whole game. And, I mean, Casale is another guy that could potentially get a whole game because he's a catcher and he he's their normal catcher. Yeah, I'm probably going to stay away just because it's – in San Francisco, and it's a 15-game slate, but I'm not going to argue with any of these bets. Um, they're all cheap because of the ballpark. Bubich is bad, but on this big of a slate, I tend to stay away from from too many bats in San Francisco. All right, Minnesota at Seattle. No total in this game. It sounds like Joe Ryan is going to come off the IL. or He was out with like an illness, so Sounds like he's going to be back and he's going to pitch in this game. And then Logan Gilbert is expected to pitch here for Seattle. Any interest here in Joe Ryan at 8,700? He's fine. Not a bad pitcher. Decent strikeout stuff. Not an awful matchup. Not an awful ballpark. But I don't know. He was out for a little bit. He had one AAA start and he only played four innings. I don't know how late he's going to go into the game. 8700 is probably a little bit too expensive. So I don't think I'll end up on him just because he's in that price range right next to Cease and Pavetta. Yeah. And like the sneaky thing about like Seattle in general is they're not a team that strikes out a ton. So they're a tough team um, to take pitchers against. Cause like I picked on them a lot at the beginning of the year and I was like, man, they just don't strike out a ton. Stop doing that. Uh, Logan Gilbert, 9,200 here going up against um, Minnesota. Any interest in Logan Gilbert here? He makes an interesting pivot off of Veta and off of Cease. I mean, he's a solid pitcher, above average strikeouts going up against a big strikeout team, although they are at full health. The is in there hurts the strikeout rate, but they're, there's definitely an above average strikeout team. I just don't know if I can – Paid a little bit extra off of Pavetta and Cease for him. Yeah, I don't think he, he makes the cut for me today out of those arms in that range. Um, I'm not lining up to stack Minnesota against him. I think you can always play Buxton. You can always take shots on Kepler and Gary the Goat um, and Correa. But, I mean, it's not like you're getting a huge discount on most of these Minnesota guys. Yeah. I'll always play Buxton. I mean, he's such a on such a hot, big heater right now. Like six home runs in the last six games. I'll play Buxton as a one-off, but that's kind of it. Um, any interest on the other side here? Ryan's a solid enough pitcher. He does give up a lot of fly balls both sides of the plate, so I don't mind playing the guys that can hit the ball hard. Winker is fine. Um, France is fine. Rodriguez is fine. Suarez is fine. But the main thing is their price tags playing in Seattle are just a little bit too high for me. So I, I'll likely avoid them just based on price. What do we think this comes in? Um, eight and a half? Total? Eight. Probably eight, right? Probably eight. Yeah. Probably eight with Minnesota being – Minus 130 favorite. We finished it out. Angels, Dodgers, uh, eight and a half total. 
Dodgers a 200 favorite here. We got Noah Syndergaard going up against Tony Gonzalez. Any interest here in Noah Syndergaard? Not against the Dodgers, no. Yeah, he's cheap, 7,300. He's had a few good games this year, but yeah, not playing him against the Dodgers. Tony Gonzalez on the other side of this game, he's just been uber consistent this year. I mean, uber consistent. Obviously, you got Trout, you got Otani at the top of this order. Um, Rendon's back as well, so it's a much healthier Angels lineup than it has been over the last week or so. Um, any interest here in Gonzalez? I think he's fine at 9,500. Don't love him, don't hate him. Low in total going up against him. With all these bats, though, healthy. It's really not the same strikeout lineup it has been. Gonzalez has been very good. It's just 94. Five for a guy that won't go over six innings, most likely. A little bit tough paying that price tag with not that much uh, upside. Um, yeah, I don't really have a ton of interest in the Angels' bats. I mean, you can always stack Otani, Trout, and someone else, but Gonzalez's been solid, man. It's really hard to trust these bats against him, but, I mean, Trout and Otani are just two of the better hitters in baseball. Yeah, that'd be the only two I really think about. Kind of it. Um, Gonzalez's been good. Bullpen behind him's good. So it's just tough to really play anyone against them outside of Trout and Otani just because they are such good hitters. Dodgers against Syndergaard. The late-night hammers, right? Like, I mean, the Dodgers are always a stack you look at on any slate. I don't know where I'd rank them today overall, but, yeah, I mean, they're they're a stack you look on a, on, on any slate. Yeah, I mean, Turner and Betts, they get on, they're going to be they're gonna be running. It's just going to happen. Thor is the worst, worst pitcher in the majors by a wide margin at giving up stolen bases, so those two guys would be the main two that I would end up going with, And then, but I'll play anyone. Thor has been all right, but he has been great so far this season. Dodgers are very good, decent hitting weather out there, so, yeah, play them all, but I can tell you that I'm going to be betting on Turner and Betts stolen bases tomorrow. Yeah. Freebie. Don't you love it? Um, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you like today? Uh, this is tough. I don't know. There's really no one I love, and I'm trying not to steal Davies from me. I'll go Dunning. But thank you, buddy. I'll go Molly. Molly. Thank you, buddy. I am yeah. going. I am going to Mr. Zach Davies in this spot. Over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust of the day? I think I have to go Manea with that weather. Yeah, I'm going to go Josiah Gray against Atlanta for the second straight day. Just didn't count yesterday. Over 4K to hit a home run, not in cores. Who do you got going yard today? Machado. I like that one. I'm going to go. I think he's over 4K. Give me JD Martinez. I assume that he's over 4K. I don't even, I don't even know what his price is. Uh, under 4K to get two hits. Do you like to get on the board twice today? Pollock. I like that one. I'm going to go Tyler O'Neill. I like that one. Uh, stack to score six or more runs today. I'll go with I want to pick I don't want to pick the cup game. I'll go with uh St. Louis. 
I really, I legitly feel like there is, we could each pick three today and still yeah. not pick course. Like that's yeah. just how this slate is. So I'm going to go St. Louis. Um, double Didn't header. I just say that? Did you say St. Louis? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll switch my. I thought Toronto. you didn't you say Cubs or did you say not going to take the Cubs game? That I yeah. heard you wrong. That's my. I'll bad. go with Toronto. And I'll take the Cubs. I'll take St. Louis. I'll take Toronto. Like, there are so take many New teams. York. I'll take Atlanta. Yeah, like this. This slate is just loaded. Um, stack. That's my best advice today. Stack. Yeah. So. Grant, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Trey Turner and bets stolen bases. I'm probably looking at a few Atlanta bets hit home run, and probably looking at Vlad to hit home run here, depending on what their odds are. So check out scores and odds in the morning. Watch live locks where I'm going to be giving out all my bets. There you go. Um, I'm one to know on single game parlays on scores and odds. I'm going to retire from them. I just posted that in our um, work channel too. Like done. I give up. That's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then. See you, kids.